Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you the reviews on the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television, whether you're looking for a new show to binge, want to know if that blockbuster is worth a trip to the theater, or just want to hear some thoughts on a classic or foreign film, The Ray Taylor Show has you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for a new episode, and let's dive into the world of film and television together. This episode, I am talking about reviewing... The Indian classic Apur Sansar, a.k.a. The World of Apu. This is the third film in the Apu trilogy. I've reviewed the previous two films the last two weeks, and this movie is the third and final film. came out in the year 1959, directed by Satyajit Ray, who directed the previous two films as well. Uh, also, the wrote the screenplay of this film based on the original story written by Bibhu Tapa Dubheshan Bandiyapadhyay. I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I really tried. It's a long name, and Indian words are very hard to pronounce, and I do my best. I do not mean to be uh, I do not mean to be disrespectful on any way, but these movies were based on a book uh, written for the screen by Satyajit Ray, directed by him as well, and amazing films. I have enjoyed watching this franchise and was excited to get into this final film, uh, in this final installment in the Satyajit Ray Apu trilogy. Uh, we follow Apu's life as an orphaned adult aspiring to be a writer. Uh, it's This movie, I would say, is a great end to the trilogy of films, exploring the life of someone who comes from nothing and finds opportunity and escape in education. You know, it's been a, a crazy ride to follow Apu. From before he was born in the first movie uh, and seeing his young childhood, seeing more of his adolescence and seeing... In the last film, uh, his introduction to, you know, school, him begging his mom to send him to school and uh, seeing how well he did in school and how he just was obsessed with learning uh, and that being an escape in a lot of ways in the last film to further his education, uh, moving to Calcutta to, you know, pursue more education. Um, and this movie takes place just after the events of those those last films, pretty much. Not really just after. More, he's definitely more older, more older, uh, but taking place after he is done with school, no longer going to school. Uh, and despite the tragic events that have taken place in his story, uh, you know, it's ultimately a happy movie. It's it's kind of uh, kind of great that uh, really how how rough his life is how he is able to find these sources of happiness throughout it um and this being the final chapter and that is a kind of a a great send-off because it's it's definitely attacks of very similar emotions to the previous two films uh but in a completely new way and something we have not seen yet with apu um 
and absolutely beautifully filmed as the previous two films are. I, you know, Sachijit, the cinematography is absolutely gorgeous in this film. Uh, very minimal camera movements, but the the compositions of everything and the framing and and ev- all of the aspects of the filming of this this movie are, are b- absolutely beautiful. And the performances are great as well. You know, coming from I don't know how inexperienced these actors and crew are in this film, but uh, his debut film, the very first film, it was uh, definitely mind-blowing to read and find out that they were it was all accomplished with people who are new to the art of filmmaking whether behind the camera or or in front of the camera and uh these movies you know i would say the first film and this film by far stylistically are absolutely gorgeous not that the second one wasn't great as well but i would say um for whatever reason these two films uh really stuck with me the visual aspect of it uh in this movie we are following the story of apurda apur apurba kamar roy aka apu as uh he's a struggling writer in calcutta uh he's just leaving school he can no longer can afford to go to school but he's pursuing his his dreams of being a writer somebody who used to get lost in the many books that he was recommended to read is now uh in the process of creating his own books um and he's his writings have been well received thus far uh he's writing currently in this film he's writing his character is writing a novel that is closely related to his life growing up in the village and uh i i'm curious i would imagine well actually considering knowing where that novel that at the beginning of this movie he's writing what happened to that maybe eventually it went back and wrote it again and would not be surprised that that is what the novel that these movies are based on um but that's where our character's at writing this novel and his friend from school loves his writing uh, and Apu's living this life of an artist in a lot of ways, coming from poverty, coming from nothing. You know, he's he's focused primarily on his dreams, you know, despite being late on rent uh, and uh, m- kind of moving around, you know, as he gets kicked out of places, moving somewhere else, uh, trying to find work to kind of help pay for his bills and his rent while he pursues his his dream of a, being a writer everything all these jobs that he shows up to uh he, t- he ends up being overqualified for and he won't settle you know he has high standards for you know believing in his abilities and doesn't want to settle for a job that's beneath him uh but doesn't mind living poor you know because he he knows where he came came from it's it's not a different lifestyle for him to live poor live you know having very little necessities for life uh and uh being free in a lot of ways and just being able to focus on his novel uh that is closely related to his life is very similar to you know a, a biography aside from some fictional flourishes that he's adding to it uh and he believes in his talent and his abilities as a writer 
and you know because of that lives the life of a starving artist uh you know he's in in this book that he's writing the fictional aspects the things that aren't drawn from his his real life experiences deal most mostly with the love story aspect of the book because he has yet to have any love interests in this in these movies uh the beginning of this movie there's a scene of him getting home and about to play his flute and he sees a woman through his window in a neighboring apartment and you could see his shyness come through in him like seeing her but then quickly getting out of view of the window and then using his flute to close the shutters of his window like avoiding this thing and in some ways you know not knowing where this was going and knowing that it was made so long ago a lot of times characters were like coded as gay like they weren't they weren't necessarily overtly written as uh gay characters but like you know you, it, there are moments of this where because he is at like you know probably his late 20s or so or yeah late early 20s not late 20s like early 20s and has yet to have love for he's never expressed love towards a, a woman his friends has never seen it he's writing this aspect of his book based on no actual experience in life um it could have easily been that he was gay and that would have explained why maybe he's uncomfortable around women but you know not where the story goes which not that there's anything wrong with that it would have been very interesting uh, to see something like that portrayed in a movie that was made in 1950s. But uh, definitely something that his friend calls him out on when he tells his friend that he's writing this book. And, you know, there's it's basically his life except for this love story that's going to be part of it that wasn't part of Apu's actual life and his friend is, like, calling bullshit. It's like you can't write about something like that. Like, one of the most powerful emotions you you can't just you can't just imagine what that's like which i agree with this friend right i mean there's definitely you know i can see how being in that place you would think that you could imagine and based on what you've read kind of draw inspiration of what you think it's like but until you've been there it's like until you've been in love and to feel those emotions i mean powerful emotions uh that kind of can take control like it's it's kind of uh it's intoxicating in a lot of ways uh but you know in this his so his friend comes to visit him he's telling him about this book and his friends mentions that he has a cousin that's getting married and he invites apu to come to the wedding with him right get out of calcutta come to the wedding with him and, uh, you know, get out and, uh, you know, just experience life outside of this stuff. And uh, Apu decides, you know, he'll go. And uh, that's when things start to change in Apu's life in a lot of ways. Let's just say this wedding that he goes to is the catalyst for a lot of change in his life. A lot of things that he will newly experience. Not that he hasn't experienced a lot of life at this point, losing his sister in the first movie, uh, losing his father at the beginning of the last movie, losing his mother at the end of the last movie, 
uh, being alone as an adult, uh, living this lifestyle where he's free and he comes from nothing. So he underst- he, he has no problem living below his means, you know, so it's it's a very interesting time of his life. And uh, we get to see something brand new. That he's, you know, lived in small villages, he's lived in the city, he's, he's experienced a lot of things. And uh, my expectations of what this movie was going to be are not necessarily what happened. But I, it's still an amazing film that obviously uh, a great movie, what ends up happening. Um, and, uh, and it's definitely, you know, it's experiences that are, are similar but very different, right? Uh, clearly had love for his family, the family members that he he had and and feeling the pain of their loss. I think there's similar feelings and emotions that go along with this movie, but definitely in a very different way, something that he's never experienced in this way from a different perspective, uh, different type uh, of versions of those types of feelings um, than what he felt with his his own family. Uh, but overall, it's, you know, it's a great trilogy of films, probably like one of the better trilogies of films. And uh, each one of these movies, they they all have definitely emotional, you know, these gut punches, especially after you see the first film and his sister gets sick and soon after passes away. And then you see those same things happen in the next film with his father and then his mother, where it's like just like tragedy after tragedy of this this kid that you know is in the first film it's all just about them surviving and in the second film there's this really the sense of finally they're thriving finally they're like getting ahead and living a life and and they have more modern amenities they're they're have a home that has four solid walls and a roof that doesn't leak they have access to you know, they're making money, so they have access to go grocery stopping and, and even be picky about which brands they, they purchase at the store. They have access to medicine, but even in those kind of more modern amenities and settings, still tragedy strikes this family. And having this kid kind of move around a lot as a kid, moving from the village to the city and then back to the village and then back to a different city to study. It's, you know, it's definitely been a journey for him. Let's take a little break from the show to promote the benefits of Inspired Disorder Plus. So you go inspireddisorder.com slash plus. Sign up $5 a month. You get to binge the full week of the Ray Taylor Show ad free. You get to watch all of the live painting videos I do. You get a special members only discount and deals for all of the artwork and merch that I sell. You also get the complete podcast back catalog of every podcast I've ever produced. Hundreds of episodes countless different podcasts you also get access to my personal blog a new blog comes out every week in addition to that you get my creative writing that i'm releasing you also get access to asking me anything 14 years of experience podcasting i've been creating art my entire life i've been using photoshop since middle school and you can contact me to ask me questions about that or anything else so those are the benefits for signing up for inspired disorder plus and now let's get back to the show and you know in this movie similarly to the previous movies beautiful cinematography 
just great basic camera movements just absolutely gorgeous black and white in my opinion less is more in the best way uh like just definitely doing the absolute most with very little you know not trying not you know not doing some tr uh, trying to do too much in order to make some stylized thing really really doing the best with the little they had which i really appreciate and you get to see in this movie get to see apu experience love for the first time right we get to see a completely new situation with apu and uh you know get to experience get to see him experience the you know the emotions that come along with that the highest of high emotions um and then also in this movie experiencing new lows that we've never seen despite the fact that we've seen him lose all of his family members in the previous films this movie is able to show that this guy who's been through a lot of things in his life is still going to experience completely new scenarios that are going to be completely new and hit him in 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 very new ways uh and it's 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 uh it's heartbreaking it's heartbreaking in a lot of ways but ultimately uh but ultimately a great movie uh you know as these ups and downs of of his life um it's and his journey in life uh it's it's i enjoyed each tragic step along this on along the way uh and uh i want to be able to talk about this movie in more detail so if you have not watched the world of apu aka uh, a person sar i highly recommend checking it out i highly recommend checking out the entire franchise and uh, if you don't mind being spoiled then stick around but i will be talking about spoilers because there's aspects of this film that i just you know can't can't really talk about without getting into details so i'm going to do that right now spoiler alert for all of you uh because what happens when he goes to this wedding right it all starts with this wedding Right, he gets invited to this wedding, which is like, okay, cool. He's gonna go to this wedding with his friend, and we're seeing this, you know, young girl being married off to this guy, you know, arranged marriage as they are there, especially at the time, especially at the time this movie's uh set. Young girl being married off, and uh everything kind of falls apart, right? The groom shows up and he's clearly mentally unstable. They're making excuses, which it who knows if it's his mental issues are due to the heat exhaustion as his relatives are saying or if it's they were trying to get one over on the girl's parents uh, but either way the wedding is canceled and a crazy thing happens right this while i'm watching this movie i'm like there there's no way like you can see where it's going and when it happens, when the, his friend comes to and approaches Apu to marry his cousin Aparna, it is like, no way. This guy has never been in love. I don't even know if he's into girls. They, they've never met. They've never had a conversation. They know very, aside from his friend knowing him, her family knows nothing about him, despite the fact that her mom clearly smitten with him 
even when he does agree to do it, which is like, this is crazy, right? So his first experience is getting married to somebody he doesn't know and then is supposed to live with despite having this lifestyle of a starving artist, right? It is a crazy situation that he agrees to be in. And his her mom is like th- acts as if he's a blessing, right? When she first sees him, she's like blown away. She's like, "Oh, he's like he's the best person you've ever brought around here." And like I knew when they get married, he's like I knew this kid was a blessing. So they get married and they return to Calcutta to his apartment, you know. And immediately Apu's like to his friend, he's like, you need to get me this job as a clerk, right? Because I have to afford to pay for this woman who, by the way, like lives a comfortable lifestyle, grew up in a comfortable lifestyle, a large home. They had servants. Right. And Apu's like the complete opposite end of that spectrum. Not that they were rich, not that they sh- she grew up in a palace, but in comparison to Apu's life, who has lived in small villages with, you know, rock walls that aren't fully formed with leaky roofs, with no running water or electricity, like really living the bare minimum of necessities for life. And, you know, even still moving in a living in a city where he's got an apartment where there's running water and electricity still live living way below his his means you know living the the bare minimum of necessity for life and he has this feeling of needing to live up and provide this lifestyle for her that he thinks that she is accustomed to and also just the situation of him going from never being in love with a woman before now getting married is is almost like somebody it's almost like Steve Carell the 40-year-old virgin going to Las Vegas and just getting married to a woman out of nowhere right it is it is one of the craziest things to be your first experience with the opposite sex in a romantic way is after you've been married kind of kind of crazy but you know it's that's one thing about life it is a crazy ride and there is an infinite amount of ways to experience living and apu has lived a very unique existence uh in this world and this life and uh in in that way it's not that crazy that he would be married his first romantic relationship comes after you know going to a wedding as a guest and then leaving with the bride which he mentions and and later laughs at which i appreciate that as well i appreciate his sense of humor of how the situation is you know and calling it out um you know and and he's reflecting on the the reality of the situation that he has nothing you know, she comes from a comfortable life, spacious home, servants, and, uh, you know, just uh, she's willing to live that lifestyle. Meanwhile, I, you know, maybe she doesn't know what that lifestyle is. You know, there's maybe some romantic ideal of what that lifestyle could be. But either way, she says she's willing to live that way and that he doesn't have to worry about trying to live up to some standard 
Um, but he still, you know, is trying to or has the desire to live up to that standard this, that he's putting on himself. Uh, but she's so sweet. It, it it ends up being like the best case scenario for the guy because she not only is willing to live that lifestyle, but also, you know, encouraging him uh, to spend less money, encouraging him to work less so that they can spend more time together. Right. He's talking about wanting to get more jobs and work extra jobs. And she's like, well, you come home late as it is. And I'd rather you work less so we can spend more time together right she like really cares for him and it's really sweet and they have this sweet relationship where he's like teaching her how to read english and you know he's a tutor as well so he's basically tutoring her and it's it's like the best case scenario for these two people that got put together through a crazy circumstance you know, and even when he's still trying to impress and and live up to some un, unrealistic standard, she calls him out on it when she, he's spending too much money. And it's, you know, things are going really well. And, like, I'm watching this and I'm like, yeah, this is great. Finally, like, oh, Pooh's got this love and it's, like, working out great. And then I remember the movie I'm watching. And then I remember the franchise, these, this trilogy of films. And I start to worry. I'm like, no. Things are going too well, right? Because I know the movie, right? There's a body count in these movies. People have been dying. People that he loves die. And it starts with them getting sick. So I'm like, I'm, I'm st starting to stress out while I'm watching this movie because things are going so well. And I know I can't have nice things while watching this movie. I know Apu can't just have a nice, like this movie isn't just about how these two people enjoy each other's time and grow old together, right? That's not what this movie, there's no way this is a movie about that, about Apu just enjoying his life with this woman, right? At live, living happily ever after. It's just not the stories. It's not, it's not the history of this guy. And I'm worried because I don't know how it's going to go. I don't know how it's going to go bad, but I know while I'm watching this, I'm like, this is too good to be true, right? Things are going to go bad, and I'm worried. I'm worried. This is not a fairy tale. This is a, a rough life, and uh, I have impending dread is creeping in and, and twisting my stomach. And... They're in like a carriage ride where she calls him out for spending too much. And he's like, well, you're going to your parents for a couple months, so I'll have a lot less expenses. And then she mentions, oh, but when I come back, you're going to have even more expenses, right? Implying she's pregnant. She's going to her parents to for the last months of her pregnancy and to give birth, right? And she's going to be away from Apu. He's got to work. She's going to be with her parents to give birth. And when she gets back, they're going to have another person to take care of, right? And I'm like, oh, no, she's going to be leaving. What's going to happen? I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, and they're writing letters. Like, he's like, you got to write me all the time, right? She's obsessed. She she loves him. They love each other. There's, like, this this bond and this, like, there's there's this energy between part of them, between them, you know, that 
it's like, you know, it is like a fairy tale. And, you know, they're writing each other and he gets a letter from her and she's like, you haven't been writing me as much as you said. You better still love me and you better be here. He's like supposed to go meet her at her parents. And, uh, you know, she's like, you better show up and you better because I love you. And if you don't show up, I'm going to hate you for the rest of my life. You know, right. But it's sweet. It's sweet. Like these love letters where there's clearly a, a longing for each other, this absolute longing for each other. And it hurts both of them to be apart, right? Once they're together, you realize, oh, this is amazing. And then she has to leave. And now he's like, there's this emptiness while she's away. And I'm still nervous, right? Because like, oh, no, what's cause I'm, I'm he's reading the letter and I'm like, what's going to happen? Is she is something bad going to happen to her? Is something going to something going to take advantage of her? Is something going to happen to him on the way? Is he going to miss this thing is like I just like going through all the possible scenarios in my head of like how this fairy tale is going to be destroyed, how I am going to just be witnessing another tragedy in Apu's life. And this like, you know, this crazy situation just turned out way too good this you can't have good things in this in this series of movies and then and then a dude shows up and he's like oh no this is there is a messenger not good news doesn't look like he's happy to see apu and it's like fuck She died giving birth. I was like, I knew it. I knew something was going to happen. Like either he's going to get a letter. Oh, I'm ill. Apu, you need to get here soon. I'm not feeling well. None of that. Like there was no lead up to like, oh, I'm sick. Maybe I'm going to die. It's just like, oh, she died during childbirth. And, you know, Apu punches the messenger, right? <laughs> Which, I, you know, what are you going to It's... I feel bad for the messenger. I feel worse for Apu, right? The fir his first love, first time he's ever experienced love. Everything was going the best ever in his life. Everything was going for the, the best ever in his life. He was feeling emotions that he'd never felt before. Exponentially more emotions, positive emotions than he's ever felt in his entire life. Ecstasy complete love and admiration for this woman that loved him unlike anybody the only person in the world they had this bond together he had nobody else but her and then she's gone and there's nothing he can do I want to take a quick break from the show to let you all know that there is official merch for the Ray Taylor Show. Head on over to InspiredDisorder.com. You can get t-shirts, different artwork available, different designs, all on high quality materials in all the sizes. There's also iPhone cases made of biodegradable material. That's right. This is not bad for the environment. This is good for the environment. So all of those designs that are available on t-shirts are also available on phone cases designed by me 
sold by me. Head on over to InspiredDisorder.com to support The Ray Taylor Show and promote it out in the world so all of the people in your life can see that you are a fan of The Ray Taylor Show. Now, let's get back to that very show right now. Right? Hurts way more than all of the family members he's lost in a completely different way because he experienced those high highs with Aparna and now those low lows hurt just even more. And you see him laying down, just staring out into space, just staring out into nothing, just night and day, just laying and staring out into nothing. Like, I know that feeling of just dead inside. Not specific, same situation as him, but I have felt similar emotions for probably far lesser things. So uh, just a, a fraction of what he's feeling. To sympathize with that, that feeling of him of just being dead inside, just dead inside. And like, what is the point? What is the point? And, you know, the people around him trying to, you know, it's like, oh, that's not bad. You know, you, you're still young and you get married again. There's plenty of fish in the sea. Right. Saying all of the things that, you know, the kind of typical things you could say to somebody that would have just been broken up with. But trying to apply those to somebody who's grieving from the death of their only love in their life. This person that he had planned this entire future with. Intending to bring another child. The kid lived. Right. You even see him going to the train yard and just, you know, dead inside. This this actor, great. Just dead inside. And the way the camera, you know, is just showing him staring at the tracks while the train's coming in. Really implying that this dude wants to just end it. Right? Really showing that, like, this guy is, like, contemplating just taking, just taking a step in front of that train as it passes by he doesn't but you can see just in his eye just in the way the performance and the, the camera movements and just you putting everything together and seeing like what he must be just absolutely devastated he again has nothing in this world and forever changed because he experienced Two new dramatic emotions in a way that he's never experienced before. And he just be, he becomes a recluse, basically, you know, decides to leave and just be free, you know, kind of revert back to it's like, well, it's what I was going to do anyway. The baby's at her parents, right? He's has nothing to offer, feels as though he has nothing to offer and just goes off and just travels India, right? Leaving Kajal was the name of the kid with, with the grandparents. And he just leaves, just roaming the world. And seeing just absolute beauty, like the only moments, I mean, this, these movies have absolutely gorgeous black and white cinematography, 
but there's definitely those moments where he's just out wandering where I'm sure it would have even been more gorgeous to see those things in color, right? Walking through forests, getting up on this hill, just like seeing out into this vast valley of rolling hills as the sun's setting or sun is rising and he decides to pull the man manuscripts that he took with him that he intended to maybe finish. Like he wrote a letter to his friends. Like I'm bringing my manuscript. If I finish it, I'll let you read it and you can publish it wherever you want. But he pulls this manuscript out and he just like lets it, lets it fall into the air off this cliff. And just like, because I, you know, I would imagine the person that wrote those pages no longer exists the version of apu that was writing this biography that had the fictional accounts of love in it are no longer the person that he is now because now not only has he experienced love but he's experienced the loss of that love and his his place and the person that he is now when he's throwing those pages away as they float away in the this the wind in my eyes it feels like it's just it's they're fraudulent they're just he doesn't relate to them that is from a different person that he is no longer you know embodying and it makes sense you know as the sun rises seeing those pages float away and then he does this basically five years pass we see uh five years pass and his friend tracks him down pulu uh tracks him down he's been working at like a, a mine or whatever trying to make money and uh pulu shows up and tries to convince him to go take responsibility go be a dad go get your kid right and he's sent money here or there but you find out which kind of makes sense He's never met this kid, but he blames the kid for killing the love of his life, right? Because she died, died during childbirth. And he's so detached from that event because he wasn't there that just the thought of this kid is only serves to remind him of the person that he lost, that he feels this kid was responsible for killing, obviously, not but makes sense why he would have that that feeling but eventually goes like it's a very heartfelt scene when his friend comes and he's like i don't know what to tell you i can't do it i send money or whatever but and then he finally is like okay i'll go right i'll go because he has nothing left so it's like maybe so he goes and at first kajal kind of resists doesn't want him to be his father we saw earlier in scenes with Kajul like yeah my my dad will kick your butt if you if you're whip me with that stick or whatever right so he has this kid has this idea of what his dad is so when Apu shows up it's not not exactly what he was expecting in a lot of ways um but eventually comes around and you know the end of this film when he's walking away and he's got Kajal on his shoulders and he's got like this big smile on his face, it's like, yes, 
right? He he experienced so much loss in his life and probably the most intense loss losing Aparna his only love but is able to find meaning in his life with this kid right where he tells his kids like I'm really good at telling stories I can tell stories about all kinds of things right so it's like he has what his passion has been through his life in writing and telling stories he can pass like the he feels like there's a path to a life with this kid and when he's walking away with that kid on his shoulders it's like thank you for having a good ending to this movie thank you for leaving this film with apu having the biggest smile on his face right you feel this emotion like hopeful for him and cajole that things will go well hopefully nobody gets sick right but it's a great end like a roller coaster some of the highest highs and lowest lows in this movie right in a movie that's full of of lows right the first movie not a lot of high high moments just like a survival the second movie definitely some high moments when he gets passion for education and his mom is like supportive of it but then loses her right but this one so much pain and death it's just like to leave with just a moment of joy in this guy's life is is so great uh you know and it you know this movie it's all about the new roads that apu traveled right new roads literally and and emotionally whether it's roaming india which i thought was going to be a lot of this movie is like oh it's him setting off to just have an adventure around the world not really and we don't really see him much as he walks around it just cuts five years later but definitely new roads traveled by him more so emotionally first love and losing that uh going from trying to write a book about love having no experience uh to experiencing it all all the ups and downs that it comes with uh completely new life and death experiences for him in you know in both ways um from being free and independent to being completely destroyed and getting rid of all the work he did in his life you know like really became a different person and in reviewing that and and understanding that can't relate to that person that was writing that book before you know but then ultimately ending with him moving past everything and starting this new life with his kid with his son you know it's beautiful and that you can appreciate the beauty you can't i mean it's you the 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 good moments in life feel so much better when you've survived the bad moments and this dude has survived some of the worst moments in life losing all of his family losing his his the only woman he's loved but in that same way when he loved that woman it was the highest of highs for him because he has already lost so much and when he left with his kid in a new way in this completely new dynamic 
experiencing a completely new high and a completely new like sense of joy and it's and it's it's beautiful and also beautifully filmed beautifully filmed well-told story all three of these films they're great as a piece together a beautiful trilogy of films one of the best trilogy of films they would also work great on their own but i would say as a whole they're worth more than the sum of their parts uh by far which you know in a lot of trilogies there's a lot of because most trilogies aren't really designed to work together uh they in in a lot of cases they're kind of reverse engineered to try and fit together where this is a seamless connection of films following this guy and uh uh, just one of my favorite trilogies absolutely and makes me super excited to watch more from Satyajit Ray and see you know uh, it makes complete sense why he's so well regarded as one of the best filmmakers um, in the world not just in India uh, but with all that said I want to thank you all for tuning in to the Ray Taylor show I hope you enjoyed my thoughts on the world of Apu, a.k.a. Apur San Sansar. Uh, don't forget to tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for more TV and movie reviews. And join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube. Until next time, this is Ray Taylor signing out. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Out! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you